Soundprints Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Soundprints is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushville. I'm your host for this week's magazine. Welcome to Soundprints for the week of November 13, 2022. First off this week, we apologize for not being able to regularly post Soundprints during the past few weeks. We've been having technical issues related to our aging computer and our internet connectivity. Hopefully, we will have all of these problems resolved soon. Thanks for your patience. It's not too late to register and be part of the 2022 Convention of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Convention dates are November 18 and 19. Come sail away with KCB on the KCB Majestic Cruise Ship. The convention is happening in person at United Crescent Hill Ministries in Louisville and virtually on two Zoom lines. Portions of the convention will also be streamed on ACB Media 8 and on the RadioStorm.com. Virtual registration is $25. In-person registration is $60 for the Best Value 2-Day Package that includes all convention activities and meals. A one-day in-person package for two meals and all programs for that day is $35. Remember that everyone who registers, whether virtual or in person, is eligible to win door prizes, which include cash and other great items. Find out all the details on page 2 here on Soundprints. We're posting the entire convention program for your convenience. For more information or to register for the convention using any major credit card or debit card, call KCB at 502-895-4598 and be sure we have your current email address so that we can email your Zoom links to you for use during the convention. The Kentucky Council of the Blind Next Generation held its annual membership meeting on Thursday, November 10 at 8 p.m. on the KCB Zoom line. Next Gen elected officers for the coming year. Their new president is Joey Couch. The secretary is Matt Selm, and the treasurer is Samantha Hubbard. Directors are Amanda Selm and Brianna White. Thanks to outgoing President Ben Wright for his service to NextGen, and thanks to the other board members for their continued willingness to serve the organization. For more information about Next Generation, contact Joey Couch at 606-216-8033. The Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired, SAVVY, held its 2022 elections on Tuesday, November 8. Their new board includes President Scott Heads, Vice President Larry Patterson, Secretary Rick Boggess, Treasurer Bill Roberts, and Directors Tiffany Hudson and Michael Hall. Congratulations to all, and thanks to the outgoing board members for their great service to SAVVY. The Guide Dog Users of Kentuckiana will hold its annual membership meeting and elections on Monday, November 28 at 7 p.m. on the KCB Zoom line. 
The number is 669-900-6833, and everyone is welcome to attend. The following announcement comes from Paul Edwards for the Library Users of America. The subject line is Books About Libraries and Bookstores, Fiction or Nonfiction, on Library Without Walls. Library Users of America is a special interest affiliate of the American Council of the Blind. Interested in all things related to libraries and reading for people who are blind or have low vision. We publish a magazine available to our members called the Lua Ledger. One of our activities is a bi-monthly call about books called Library Without Walls. This occurs on the third Wednesday of every odd-numbered month at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. This month we have an interesting topic. Generally, a particular class of book is chosen and people are expected to talk about two books that meet the criteria we have set. The expectation is that they will be available in an accessible format on Bard, Kindle, Bookshare, or Audible. The more information you can provide about the books you have chosen, the better. From Bard, we would like to hear about the book number, the length of the book, and the narrator if there is one. For all books, we expect to hear about the author and the title. This month we have an interesting opportunity. We will be interested to see how people do with finding books about libraries or bookstores. They can be fiction or nonfiction. We will probably be lenient about disqualifying books, though I will not allow a book that has a murder that takes place in the library of an old country house, such as happens in the Agatha Christie book. I will also probably exclude Colonel Mustard and any dastardly deeds he may have committed in the library, regardless of weapon. I am assuming that the library is central to the story, and that the bookstore is important to the story. There are a surprising number of books that meet these criteria. To join the Zoom meeting, use your favorite Zoom dial-in number, such as 301-715-8592 or 669-900-6833. Enter the code 562-727-187 and the passcode, if you need it, is 582582. At the very heart of what Lewis stands for are libraries and bookstores. I know I will find lots of books I knew nothing about. See you on November 16 at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind held its fall quarterly meeting on Friday, October 14 on our Zoom line. Our guest speakers were Andrew Owen, Democrat candidate for our 9th District Metro Council seat, Alexandra Martindale, Republican candidate for that seat, and Michael O'Leary, President of the Clifton Neighborhood Council. We bring you excerpts from this meeting on page 3. Michael O'Leary's remarks will be relevant to many communities around the country, as he emphasizes the importance of working actively with others in the community to advocate for our needs. Listen to Soundprints each week on ACB Media 1, the mainstream channel. Our broadcast times are Sunday at 8 p.m., Monday at 8 a.m., Tuesday at 6 a.m. and 6 p.m., 
Wednesday at 4 a.m. and 4 p.m., Thursday at 10 p.m., and Friday at 1 a.m., 10 a.m., and 1 p.m. Listen on your Victor stream or on the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. For more information about Soundprints and to receive a free subscription on CD, playable on any standard CD player, call the Kentucky Council of the Blind at 502-895-4598. And if you have any suggestions for future Soundprints features, be sure to call us and let us know. And now for the convention program for the upcoming Kentucky Council of the Blind Conference and Convention, November 18 and 19. Page 2. Sail Away with KCB, Kentucky Council of the Blind, 49th Annual Conference and Convention, November 18 and 19, 2022. Captain Sponsor, Louisville Downtown Lions Club. First Mate Sponsor, Lula Dotson Legacy. Cruise Director Sponsor, Greater Louisville Council of the Blind. Navigator Sponsor, Louisville East Lions Club. Lounge Host Sponsors, Guide Dog Users of Kentuckiana and Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision. Chef Sponsors, Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired, Pony Ride Band, and Tri-State Library Users. Welcome to the 2022 Conference and Convention of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Our theme is Sail Away with KCB, and you've just stepped on board the KCB Majestic for a weekend cruise filled with programs, information, resources, food, and fun. This is KCB's first hybrid convention. It's in person at United Crescent Hill Ministries, 150 South State Street in Louisville, virtual on Zoom, and streamed on ACB Media 8 and the Radiostorm.com. Hotel Information Out-of-town participants attending in person can choose to stay at the Candlewood Suites North, 1039 Zorn Avenue, a short ride from UCHM. Room rates are $99 a night plus tax for up to four people in a room. Call 502-953-1653 to make reservations. KCB will provide Uber and Lyft rides between the Candlewood and UCHM upon request. To request a ride, call KCB at 502-895-4598. If you need accessible transportation, you may prefer to use TARC-3. KCB will have TARC-3 tickets on hand for that purpose. UCHM Information The United Crescent Hill Ministries is a community center located at the corner of Frankfurt Avenue and State Street. Drivers should turn south onto State from Frankfurt, then turn right into the first parking lot and stop at the main door with the sign. Enter the building through the double glass doors. Stairs up to the second floor are on the right. A solid wall is on the left. Walk forward and go through another door. The main room, promenade, is on the right. The registration table, purser's office, all meals and general sessions are in this room. Restrooms are on the left down the corridor, past the UCHM offices. 
Note that the walls curve in and out. The women's restroom comes first to the left down a narrow hall with a textured tile floor. The men's room is on the main corridor. Double doors at the end of the corridor lead into the elevator bay. Use the stairs near the main entrance or the elevator to reach the second floor. From the stairs, enter the second floor corridor through the double doors. Restrooms are down the corridor past the art room on the left, in the same location as on the first floor. We are using two rooms on the right marked the Communication Center and the Majestic Marketplace. Pass the computer room on the right to reach these rooms. The door to the elevator bay is at the end of the corridor. If using the elevator, the Majestic Marketplace and Communication Center are on the left and the restrooms are on the right. The stairs down to the first floor are through the double doors at the end of the hall. In-person registration. The purser's office registration is located just inside the main door to the promenade. Pick up your convention badge and itinerary program if you have pre-registered. You may also purchase passes or tickets, become a sponsor, or join KCB or chapters here. Registration is required whether you attend one meeting or meal or the entire conference. Wear your registration badge at all times. It admits you to general and breakout sessions and the Majestic Marketplace. A conference pass or a ticket is required for each meal event. This is a special ribbon added to your registration badge and you must be wearing it to be served meals or snacks. Passes and tickets may be purchased for full price at the convention. Pre-registration discounts do not apply. The two-day best value in-person package costs $60 and includes all programs, presentations, meetings, and other events, plus meals and snacks. A one-day package, Friday or Saturday, costs $35. Individual lunch tickets are $15. Dinner tickets are $20. In-person registration, no meals or snacks, is $10. Virtual registration. Virtual registration is $25 and allows you to take part in the convention from anywhere in the country. Register virtually using your debit or credit card by calling KCB at 502-895-4598. KCB is using two Zoom lines for our virtual convention programming. Join the calls from any computer, cell phone, or landline phone. You will receive the Zoom links and dial-in numbers in your email, or call our office at 502-895-4598 to obtain the Zoom numbers if you don't have email. How to listen on the Internet Most convention programming will be live-streamed on ACB Media 8 or on the Radio Storm. Here are ways to listen to ACB Media 8. 1. On any Amazon Echo device, Ask Alexa to open ACB Media. Say Media 8 when prompted for the channel number. 2. Download the ACB Link app from the App Store. Select the Radio tab along the bottom of the screen. Then select the Menu button in the top left corner. Select Streams and then the specific stream you wish to hear. Double tap the Play button.
3. Visit www.acbmedia.org slash 8. Hit the play button. 4. From a Victor Reader stream, go to the Internet Radio Library in the online bookshelf. Locate the Humanware playlist. From the playlist, select ACB Media 8 and hit play. 5. From any phone, dial 518-906-1820. Choose option 8 from the menu. The Radio Storm is an internet radio station owned by KCB Life members Michael and Angie McCarty. Listen on the web at www.theradiostorm.com or on your Echo device by saying, Alexa, play The Radio Storm from TuneIn. Tech Support Our Tech Support Desk is available from Thursday, November 17 through Saturday, November 19. For help with attending the convention by Zoom or the Internet, call the Tech Support Desk at 270-684-4418. Voting and Elections KCB will elect officers at the business meeting on Saturday, November 19. KCB members who register are eligible to vote. In-person members will have a dot on their badges. Zoom voting instructions will be provided at the meeting. Door prizes. Win, win, win. It's not too late to register and be eligible to win or to donate a door prize. If you are bringing door prizes to the convention, drop them off at the purser's office. Remember that door prizes must be in new or unused condition. All donors will be acknowledged when their prize is awarded, as well as in our newsletter, on our Facebook page and website, and on Soundprints, our weekly audio magazine. For more information, call us at 502-895-4598. Conference stipends. KCB is offering a $100 stipend to assist members from outside the Metro Louisville area who need help with travel expenses. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind is offering a $25 stipend for members who live in the Metropolitan Louisville area. To be eligible for a stipend, you must be a 2022 or life member of KCB and you must attend both days of the convention. More information about stipends is available at the registration desk or by calling KCB at 502-895-4598. Guide Dog Reminders You may use the grass along the front of UCHM to relieve your dog. Please pick up after your dog. A small waste basket is located near the front door for this purpose. Do not leave your dog unattended or bring your dog into meeting areas without its harness. Conference Sponsors Show support for the Kentucky Council of the Blind by being a 2022 conference sponsor. All sponsors will be recognized throughout the weekend and in-person sponsors will have a special ribbon on their conference badges. 2022 sponsors, as of the writing of this program, are Passenger, $15 Susan Card, David Cox, Patty Cox, Debbie Dethridge, Jewel Gaspard, Samantha Hubbard, Trina Muncy, Kendall Perry, 
Mary Riley, Susan Robertson, Zora Schultz, Chastity Starkey, Kathy Signier, and Bill Wright. Stewart, $25. Susan Amon, Debbie Green, Joe Kuswara, Cheryl Lott, Debbie Persons, Chuck Runyon, Amanda Selm, Matt Selm, Jerry Slusher, Elaine Weisbard, Dave Wildy, Essentially Braille, and One Stowaway. Chef, $50. Betty and Rick Bogus, Natalie and Joey Couch, Eldon Kaiser, Adam Rushevel, Carla Rushevel, Deanna Scoggins, Alan Shrebchenko, Pony Ride Band, Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired, Tri-State Library Users. Lounge Host, $100. Ronald Byrne, Guide Dog Users of Kentuckyana, Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision. Navigator, $200. Louisville East Lions Club. Cruise Director, $300. Greater Louisville Council of the Blind. First Mate, $1,000. Lula Dotson Legacy. Captain, $1,500. Louisville Downtown Lions Club. Conference Schedule. All general sessions and all breakout one sessions will be in the promenade, the main room, on the first floor, available on Zoom Online, and streamed on ACB Media 8. All breakout two sessions will be in the Communications Center on the second floor, available on the Zoom 2 line, and streamed on the Radio Storm. All meals will be in the promenade on the first floor. All Majestic Marketplace exhibits will be on the second floor, and these events will be in person only. Friday, November 18, 11 a.m., Purser's Office Registration Opens, Promenade. 12 noon, Bon Voyage Lunch, Promenade, in person only. 1 to 2.45 p.m., General Session, Promenade. 1 p.m., Welcome and Announcements, Terry Turlaw, Convention Chair and First Vice President, Kentucky Council of the Blind. 1.15 p.m., Don't Let the Scammers Sink Your Ship, Clinton Manco, Manager, St. Matthew's Branch, PNC Bank. 1.45 p.m., Sale the Vocational Rehabilitation C, Cora McNabb, Executive Director, Office of Vocational Rehabilitation, Frankfurt. 2.15 p.m. Services from Independent Living and the McDowell Center. Gay Panel, Branch Manager, OVR Independent Living Program, Bowling Green. 3 to 3.45 p.m. Breakout 1. Ship's Library. News about Talking Books. Barbara Pinnagore, Director, Kentucky Talking Book Library, Frankfurt. And 3.25 p.m. The National Library Scene, Paul Edwards, Vice President, Library Users of America, Jacksonville, Florida, sponsored by Tri-State Library Users, Promenade. 3 to 3.45 p.m., Breakout 2, Get Rid of the Glare, Steer Your Ship with a Clearer View, Brenda Edens, Bioptic Driving Instructor, Office of Vocational Rehabilitation, Lexington, 
sponsored by Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision, Communication Center. 4 to 4.45 p.m., Breakout 1, Charting the Future, A New View at the Museum, Michael Hudson, Museum Director, American Printing House, and 4.30 p.m., Majestic Souvenir Ideas, Braille Jewelry, Laura Legendary, Elegant Insights Braille Creations, Henderson, Nevada, Promenade. 4 to 4.45 p.m., Breakout 2, The Tech Deck, Special Products for People with Low Vision and No Vision, Brian Gomer, Lab Computers, Communication Center. 5 to 5.45 p.m., Breakout 2, School on the Beach, Peggy Sinclair Morris, Principal, Kentucky School for the Blind, and 5.25 p.m., Paying for the Cruise, 2023 Scholarships for People with Vision Loss, Denise Colley, Secretary, American Council of the Blind, and Chair, ACB Scholarship Committee, Richmond, Texas, Communication Center. 5 to 5.45 p.m., Majestic Marketplace, in-person only, Lab Computers. 6 p.m., First Mate's Dinner, Promenade, in-person only. 7 to 9 p.m., General Session, Promenade. Welcome, Matthew Selm, President, Kentucky Council of the Blind. The Star Spangled Banner, Bradley Mann, Life Member, Kentucky Council of the Blind. Pledge of Allegiance, Restoria Ross Jackson, Member, KCB Board of Directors. Invocation, Reverend Dave Wildy, Vice President, Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision. We gather together, Bradley Mann, KCB Life Member. Speaker, Dr. Craig Medor, President, American Printing House. Chapter Reports from the Presidents, Eastern Kentucky Christian Council of the Blind, Ronnie Patrick, Lost Creek. Greater Louisville Council of the Blind, Natalie Couch, Louisville. Northern Kentucky Council of the Blind, Jerry Slusher, Covington. South Central Kentucky Council of the Blind, Richard Lindsay, Bowling Green. Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired, Cheryl Lott, Owensboro. Guide Dog Users of Kentucky Anna, Terry Turlaw, Louisville. Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision, Debbie Dethridge, Louisville. KCB Next Generation, Joey Couch, Louisville. Tri-State Library Users, Natalie Couch, Louisville. Convention Sponsor Recognitions, Carla Rushevel, Treasurer, Kentucky Council of the Blind. 2022 Life Member Recognitions, Carla Rushevel, KCB Treasurer. Saturday, November 19, 8 a.m., Purser's Office Registration Opens, Promenade. 8.30 a.m., Grab and Go Breakfast, Promenade, in person only. 9 to 9.45 a.m., Breakout 1, Mental Health and Wellness, a new ACB initiative. Pam Shaw, Chair, ACB Mental Health and Wellness Committee, and former ACB Second Vice President, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And 9.15 a.m., Movies on the Cruise, the latest on audio description, Kim Charlson, Chair, ACB Audio Description Project, 
and ACB immediate past president, Watertown, Massachusetts, Promenade. 9 to 9.45 a.m., Breakout 2, The Tech Deck, High Tech and Low Tech to Make Life Easier, Barry Scheuer, Guidelines and Gadgets, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, Communications Center. 10 to 10.45 a.m., Breakout 1, The Tech Deck, Telecommunication Services for People with Combined Hearing and Vision Loss. Brian Ward, Coordinator, ICC Programs, Helen Keller National Center, Sands Point, New York, Promenade. 10 to 10.45 a.m., Breakout 2, Only the Best for Your Dog, K.N. Roush, Guide Light Dog Products, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, Communication Center. 11 to 11.45 a.m., Breakout 2, A Braille Transcription Resource, Tanya Drew, Essentially Braille, Waldron, Indiana, and 11.15 a.m., Braille in Our Future and Why It's Important, Paul Edwards, Immediate Past President, Braille Revival League, Jacksonville, Florida, Communication Center. 11 to 11.45 a.m., Majestic Marketplace, in person only. Guide Lights and Gadgets, Guide Light Dog Products, and Helen Keller National Center, Kentucky I Can Connect. 12 noon, Mariner's Lunch, Promenade, in person only. 12.30 p.m., General Session, Promenade. KCB Business Meeting and Elections, Matthew Selm, KCB President. 2 p.m., ACB Advocacy Update, Clark Rackville, Director of Advocacy and Governmental Affairs, American Council of the Blind, Alexandria, Virginia. 2.30 p.m., Preserving Our Past, Gary Mudd, Interim President, Kentucky Historical Society of the Blind. 3 to 3.45 p.m., Breakout 1, Health, Exercise, and Helpful Technology, Jeff Bishop, Member, ACB Diabetics in Action, and Member, ACB Board of Directors, Kirkland, Washington, and Clark Rackville, Paralympian, Alexandria, Virginia. Sponsored by KCB Next Generation, Promenade. 3 to 3.45 p.m., Breakout 2, Morning Glory Memorial Service, facilitated by Deanna Scoggins, Treasurer, Greater Louisville Council of the Blind, Communication Center. 4 to 4.45 p.m., Breakout 1, Discover AFB's Talent Lab and the Blind Leaders Development Program, Melanie Pesco, Talent and Onboarding Specialist, American Foundation for the Blind, and 4.20 p.m., Majestic Sensi Gift Ideas, Melanie Pesco, Sense and Stitches. 4 to 4.45 p.m., Breakout 2, The Tech Deck, Technology for Education, Seniors, Entertainment and Travel, Michael Babcock, A.T. Guys. Communication Center. 5 p.m. Breakout 2. The Tech Deck. Blind Shell Phone Demo. Michael Babcock, A.T. Guys, and Deanna Scoggins. GLCB Treasurer. Communication Center. 5 p.m. Majestic Marketplace. In person only. Sense and Stitches. 
6 p.m. James F. Shaw Captain's Banquet, Promenade, in person only. Welcome, Matthew Selm, KCB President. The Star Spangled Banner, Bradley Mann, KCB Life Member. Pledge of Allegiance, Samantha Hubbard, Treasurer, KCB Next Generation. Invocation, Deanna Scoggins, GLCB Treasurer. My Old Kentucky Home, Bradley Mann, KCB Life Member. Speaker, Paul Edwards, Past President, American Council of the Blind, Jacksonville, Florida. Presentation of William A. Ruth and James Carl Dotson Awards. Joey Couch, Chair, KCB Awards Committee. KCB Technology Grant Award, Terry Turlaw, Chair, KCB Scholarship and Technology Grant Committee. Sponsor Recognitions, Carla Rushevel, KCB Treasurer. 2022 Presenters, Exhibitors, AT Guys, Elegant Insights Braille Creations, Essentially Braille, Guidelights and Gadgets, Guidelight Dog Products, Helen Keller National Center, Kentucky I Can Connect, Lab Computers, and Sense and Stitches. KCB Board of Directors, President, Matthew Selm, Louisville. First Vice President, Terry Turlow, Louisville. Second Vice President, Bill Wright, Louisville. Secretary, Natalie Couch, Louisville. Treasurer, Carla Rushevel, Louisville. Immediate Past President, Debbie Dethridge, Louisville. Directors, Patty Cox, Louisville. Debbie Green, Elizabethtown. Bill Roberts, Owensboro. Restoria Ross Jackson, Louisville. Benjamin Wright, Henderson. Chapter Representatives, Frank Campbell, Eastern Kentucky, Hardshell. Kendall Perry, Greater Louisville, Louisville. Terry Turlaw, Guide Dog Users, Louisville. Restoria Ross Jackson, Kentucky Council of Citizens with Love Vision, Louisville. Joey Couch, KCB Next Generation, Louisville. Jerry Slusher, Northern Kentucky Council, Covington. Adam Rushevel, Tri-State Library Users, Louisville. Bill Roberts, Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired, Owensboro. 2022 Convention Committee. Terry Turlaw, Chair, Louisville. Eldon Kaiser, Cave City. Cheryl Lott, Owensboro. Natalie Couch, Patty Cox. Debbie Dethridge, Adam Rushevel, Carla Rushevel, Amanda Salm, Matthew Salm, and Bill Wright, Louisville. Kentucky Council of the Blind, phone 502-895-4598, email kcb at kentucky-acb.org, website www.kentucky-acb.org. This concludes the reading of the program for the 2022 KCB Conference and Convention. Your reader has been Carla Rushevel. Page 3. For our next speaker, Bill Wright, would you like to introduce our next speaker, please? Yes. I uh, would like to uh, introduce Mark uh, Oloy. Uh, he is the uh, president or chair of the Clifton Community Council. He does a 
outstanding job. Welcome, and uh, you have the floor, Mike. Thank you for inviting me. It's quite an honor when Bill Wright mentioned it. I, I, I was like, well, yeah, and then I realized that it was such an honor to, to speak to your group uh, about neighborhood associations. Uh, at Clifton Community Council, we have been a 501c3 since 1989. Uh, so for 33 years, we have been an established organization within our Clifton neighborhood. And with uh, neighborhood associations, you start out with a boundary. Uh, our boundary in Clifton is uh, Ewing to I-64 to Melwood to Brownsville Road. Uh, and it's very compact and it's uh, identifiable and like. And as I was thinking about what to say with you folks, and and as as Bill uh, and Carla and Adam would know, I, I tend to uh, speak my mind sometimes, and, and that gets me in trouble. But uh, but I did want to say nice things in that if anybody is interested in establishing a neighborhood association, to reach out to the Center for Neighborhoods. Uh, they're in the South End now, uh, but they are a nonprofit that help uh, homeowners association uh, neighborhood groups uh, to get organized. The uh, the thing with the neighborhood association is one that is 501c3. We're, we're recognized by Louisville Metro, and the important part of that is that we are an organized organization versus a group of nice people who get together on one issue. Uh, and so if there's an issue comes up and people rally and say, oh, we need to work on this, but if there's no sense of actual organization and, and especially a sense of credibility as 501c nonprofit, then that group's going to kind of peter out and, and, and uh, kind of go away. Uh, but, we in Clifton, and also I, I was reading the definitions of a neighborhood association, and and uh, the purpose is to advocate for neighborhoods with local government, improve neighborhood amenities and organization activities, uh, format uh, structures uh, the group uh, for our immediate community, uh, for the residents who live there. And when I say residents, we mean property owners as well as renters, very, very important. Uh, and, and neighborhood associations, we welcome all residents uh, and also businesses and uh, churches and, and, and the like. But uh, what we in Clifton, uh, for those who may remember the Herder property on Frankfurt Avenue, uh, we, we had a developer that came into the neighborhood with deep, deep financial pockets. And we thought that because we had a neighborhood plan and that we were – uh, the zoning was such that, that we would be protected, but the, uh, the developer came and walked all over us because we didn't know what we were doing or talking about. And, uh, the developer built, uh, the Clifton Lofts, uh, which on the good part, and we've got good neighbors, but we were begging the uh, developer to have his, uh, to keep the two houses that were there in the trees and, and he didn't have to listen to us and we didn't know what, we didn't know much about the land development code, so we, we learned a lot, and we've become much more assertive, and, and, and uh, all of our people, we've got a pretty good handle on how the land development code works and, and, uh, and border zoning adjustment, and fortunately for me, as president of the Clifton Community Council, 
I had Bill Wright as my mentor uh, because there are a lot of issues with the visually impaired. I kind of usually have my head up my behind because uh, I don't know. Uh, and then Bill very patiently explains these things to me, especially when it comes to TARC. I've learned so much more uh, about that. And I remember having a conversation with Carla years ago, and I was worried about trying to be politically correct. And, and uh, Carla said, oh, might just lighten up if you say something st- you know, stupid, and and just move on. So, uh, so what I'm saying is, neighborhood association, we're a bunch of different personalities. Uh, but in Clifton, we've got a reputation of being, uh, uh, if not assertive, uh, very much involved, and that's because we have spent a lot of time learning about land development code and building relationships with uh, the bureaucracy of Louisville Metro. And it's interesting with that is over the years, we've developed a really good relationship with planning and design and public works. And when we contact these bureaucrats, they know that we are asking for information and we will listen to what they have to say. And and also, we will never do a a gotcha. Uh, So uh, we've developed a good reputation of, of being honest folks, and sometimes we're wrong. And sometimes they tell us what we don't want to hear, but we listen to it. An example of that would be uh, Al Andrews with Public Works. He's way up high on the food chain, but most people don't know about it. And uh, and, and and Al is the one who decides a lot of things about sidewalks and, and Public Works issues. And I, I was talking to him on the phone, and he was quoting Cassandra Cohen a few times. And I was just tickled by that because – we in Clifton, we are so blessed that we have uh, an organization called the uh, Pedestrian Bicycle Committee, and it's a group of five neighborhood associations, uh, which are uh, Clifton, Clifton Heights, Butchertown, Irish Hill, and Crescent Hill. And these five neighborhood associations work with Bill Wright, uh, and and we are emphasizing on safe pedestrian access which involves roads and sidewalks. And what I, what I'm very pleased about was we invited, uh, Councilman Hollander to come to our public meeting last time, uh, last month. And we asked him to, to speak about his eight years in, in office. And, and uh, he said one of the things that, that he is very proud of and that every time he sees it, he smiles is the sidewalk that was built uh, on Ewing Avenue between uh, Payne Street and Bickle. And that came about because of Joey Couch. And uh, Joey Couch and Alderman, uh, Councilman Hollander and uh, a member of Public Works did a walkabout, and they did not realize how severe or how badly needed the sidewalk was on Ewing Avenue. And Joey Couch did such an incredible job of a, of showing them what needed to be done that uh, the sidewalk was built and for $35,000. The initial uh, bid was over $200,000, but the public works folks that we have whom we have very, very good uh, working relationship with, they did in-house uh, design and in-house planning 
and they were able to bring the cost down to $35,000 to have this, this sidewalk, this badly needed sidewalk on, on uh, Payne Street, to me, Ewing from Payne to, to uh, Bickle. And that's because of Joey Couch. Uh, and then we, the Clifton Community Council on Bickle itself, going down to the condos, there are gaps in the, uh, the sidewalk. So we, the Clifton Community Council, are taking it on ourselves that we want to encourage or, or, or hound the, uh, the next city council person to finish the sidewalks. It all comes down to money. Uh, and, and, uh, and it comes down as sometimes the, uh, the person who's the most, uh, vocal, uh, gets the job done. So, uh, my, my point is the uh, neighborhood associations, we can, we can carry a lot of clout because when we speak and we know what we're talking about, and that's where Bill Wright is so helpful to me to give me the background so that when I'm speaking, I have a, a good idea of, of the nitty-gritty and, and uh, the backstory of stuff. We in Clifton, we have the reputation that when it comes to zoning issues, uh, board of zoning adjustment issues, uh, landmarks, we actually show up. Uh, and yesterday, I was at a landmarks commission meeting, and I was the only one there uh, in the audience, and uh, there were people on WebEx, and it was an issue that's uh, near and dear to us on Payne Street, and uh, the Landmarks Commission, uh, the chair, when I spoke, he's like, well, who are you again? And I said, well, Michael Leary. And he said, well, you're some with some type of organization. And I said, I'm with the Clifton Community Council. I'm the president. Uh, and he said, well, what is that? And I said, we, and this is true, we are recognized by Louisville Metro as being the representatives of the neighborhood. And therefore, when I was addressing, and I told the chairman this, as I was addressing the Landmarks Commission, I'm addressing it on behalf of the Clifton neighborhood. And uh, there was a little bit of come up it's because it kind of irritated me. But uh, but that that's the kind of thing that we do. And, uh, and in the direct, and another interesting thing that we, we do is whenever there's a political candidate running for the uh, 9th District or the District 41 state representative, <laughs> we invite... Uh, <laughs> invite the candidate to have a, a, a tour of the Clifton neighborhood. It, it literally takes three hours as a driving tour. And we show them all the ins and outs uh, and all the, the good stuff and, and the scary stuff and sometimes unpleasant things. And uh, with, with uh, Alexandra and Andrew, they took the tour. So they have a good understanding of our neighborhood, and they have a neighborhood person, meaning me or somebody else in Clifton, giving them this tour. So when they're in City Hall, they have a good idea of what the Clifton neighborhood is. Um, and, and I'm very pleased about that. We had a candidate's forum in the primary at the old Clifton Center, and there are like eight candidates uh, running for district, and every one of them referred to the neighborhood by name. So we've got these politicians that become actual elected officials, and they are familiar with our neighborhoods, and that's important. And as we just heard with uh, uh, Alexandria and Andrew, one of those are going to be our city council people, and, and they know our neighborhoods because we, we reach out to them and talk to them, and that's why uh, I, when I've got a candidate, I usually trip over myself to ask them questions. But also, uh, this is a little pettiness on my part, but when a candidate comes into the Clifton neighborhood, one of my questions is, what are their thoughts of the uh, the chicken steps? 
And honest to goodness, <laughs> in the in the last primary, uh, a gentleman that was running for ninth district said, "Well, I'm all in favor of, of backyard chickens." <laughs> well, already then. So, so that that's our that's my little petty way of finding how much do they know about the neighborhood. And then on the uh, the tour with Alexandria and and Andrew, we actually stopped and both of them walked up and down the chicken steps because they did not they kind of sort of knew it was there but they just didn't know what it was all about. And and that's the neat thing. So uh, we're all about uh, building bridges uh, for for folks that are going to be. Uh, in office or are in office, but also we are all about building bridges with the bureaucrats because they're just regular folks like us. And what I, I've always been pleased is when I get a, when I make a phone call, people actually return my phone call. Uh, so I, I figure I haven't pissed them off too badly if they return my phone call or if, if, if I'm irritated, they may return my phone call because they know that they better talk to me before I, I get a little bit more irritated. So anyway. Um, I, this is the unpolished part, I, and so I, I'm going to back off now. But uh, I, I just do want to say that uh, I, I would be lost without Bill Wright uh, advising me and our board of directors on these important issues that I, I, with all my best intentions and my good heart, I'm usually clueless until uh, uh, Bill comes. And then when I really need him clueless, that's when Carla kind of kicks me in the ass, and, and I've always appreciated that. So. All right. Um, anyone have any questions? <laughs> this is Carla. Uh, I think that, you know, there's several people on this call that do not live in Clifton. There's some that don't even live in Louisville. But I think what Mike has talked about is important. It doesn't matter where you live. It doesn't matter what state you live in. It doesn't matter what neighborhood you live in. It doesn't matter what county you live in or what end of the county you live in or, or wherever. What Mike has talked about is how important it is to get involved. If you don't have a neighborhood association, you know, somebody started the Clifton Association. Somebody starts all of these associations and all of these groups. And it's just like being in uh, a Kentucky Council of Blind chapter, you become bigger than yourself. And oftentimes people will say, well, I don't know why they don't do so-and-so in my neighborhood. Well, it, you may not know why, but um, the best person to advocate for what needs to be done in your neighborhood is you because you live there. Right. And, um, you know, they'll say, well, can you make the call for me? Well, I can call 8th District or I could call, um, you know, the 17th District or the 3rd District or whatever. But my, what I say is not as important as what the person who lives in that district. If you're in another city or another county, what somebody says from Louisville or from wherever isn't nearly as important as what the person who lives in that city says. And the and if you have a group that you can say, like Michael's talking about, he says, I'm president of the Clifton Neighborhood Association. That makes him bigger than himself. So... Um, you know, just just always keep that in mind and, and don't wait until you have an issue, um, you know, kind of get started. See if there's other people who want to work on um, the issues in your area. Natalie, this is Bill. I'll also, um, what, what I've found is uh, you need to get out, get known, 
and and get to know the leadership in in your neighborhood because when you have a problem or or a complaint or something that you need help with, it's much easier if you have worked with the leadership on other other questions. I think getting out, getting involved, educating and communicating is it's really important so when you have a problem that you need help with, you uh, the door is much more open. When I give a, a neighborhood tour, a driving neighborhood tour, we always meet at the coffee place, and, uh, and I try to arrive early. But uh, one of my favorite things is I carry a traffic cone with me, one of those god-awful orange plastic traffic cones. And and I, I got it sitting at the table, so when the person that I'm giving the tour arrives, they see this traffic code. And then I, I explain to them uh, what I've learned from Adam Rushable is when a visually impaired person is walking on the sidewalk, that a traffic cone is deadly to them, uh, whereas a sighted person with the best intentions is like, oh, I'll just put this traffic cone because I don't want I, I want somebody to avoid this area. Well, um, when I actually have that on the table and I'm obnoxious as can be, they get it, uh, and that's that kind of is how they wrap their head around it, uh, and and so that's the kind of thing that I've learned from the visually impaired is is uh, sometimes folks just don't realize it. Same thing with Veronese Restaurant. Uh, John Veronese, he tells me that he encourages his, his uh, employees that when when the customers are sitting on the sidewalk eating their meal and their chairs are back, pushed further back, that their servers are supposed to nicely and politely to have their customers push the damn chairs in. Uh, because we need to have an access for folks to walk through. Uh, so, uh, and and gosh, uh, when we do have issues, it's so much better to have a coalition or or call somebody. And as I've often discovered, when I think something is is kind of a monumental, then I've called somebody who's been there, done that, and I learned a lot from them. So, but uh, building bridges is, is incredibly important, uh, and. And getting involved with your neighborhood, your area, and uh, and there's some people I don't particularly care for, and likewise they don't particularly care for me. But it, it's kind of cool when we have an issue that we work together, and then gosh darn it, we find a, a reason to talk to one another, and that that's a good thing. Thank you so much. This is a very entertaining discussion. Thank you, and and I, I need to say good night, and and uh, thank you so much, and, and Bill Wright, thank you. My dear friend, for inviting me tonight. So I appreciate that. If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, call us at 502 895 4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky acb.org. 
Sound Prince is a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and is heard each week on ACB Radio Mainstream at acbradio.org, Central Kentucky Radio I at radioi.org, and the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Complete schedule information is also available on the website. Sound Prince is underwritten by the Louisville Downtown Lions Club and by the American Printing House for the Blind. This is Carla Rushable for Sound Prince. Have a great week, everybody.